0: My mentality of always trying to be better and always trying to you know to to do my best and be better than i was one month uh, ago this makes me improve a lot
1: you gorillas welcome to the next episode of the athletes and Seller podcast by Goronation. my name is phil and today we have a special guest as someone who i really really respect somebody from spain So uh, yeah, I think no. Like John Bioko was also from Spain. You're the second Spanish guy in the show, and I'm really happy to have you here, Pere Cole Fernandez. If uh, if I pronounce it some somewhere right. Um, yeah, somebody <laughs> who I respect a lot, as I said, like with crazy, crazy PRs. Uh, like, just to mention some, I looked up your Instagram. What what happened in your in your last time? Uh, you just broke the your personal record of four times for forty kilogram uh, straight bar muscle ups. Yep. So this is a quite big one. Like uh, maybe some of you saw the sixty kilo uh, ring muscle up. So this is also a really big one, and um, I think it's now no, it's one year ago, like 110 kg pull-up, um, yes. also a big one. So these are just three to mention. You can uh, tell yours afterwards. So I'm happy to have you here. Welcome to the show, Pira.
0: Thank you very much, Phil.
1: <laughs> nice to have you here. And uh, yeah, for the people who don't know you or, or who want to get to know you better, how do you present yourself to somebody who doesn't
0: know you? All right, so yeah, as you said, my name is Piracoll. Uh, I'm from Spain, I'm from Catalonia, near Barcelona, and I'm 21 years old. Um, I studied <laughs> aerospace engineering uh, in the university. I've just recently finished. And yeah, my hobbies, and as you might see, it's calisthenics, especially where you're calisthenics now. And yep, I love um, doing sports, I love working, doing projects, etc. 21 years i didn't know that you are that
1: young you know like you're yeah. you're such a smart guy like studying and like uh, uh i also was fascinated by the the machine that you built yourself for the muscle-up technique <laughs> work so like a really really smart guy um and you seem so like experienced but 21 years old so like uh, chapeau respect for that like uh, that's good thank you phil <laughs> <laughs> Nice and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's jump into your your story. How did you get in touch with uh, with calisthenics?
0: Well, I first heard about calisthenics when I was fifteen. I was doing uh, well the third course of the secondary education here, and I just uh, changed school um, and I met new friends. And one of the friends once showed me a video in the break uh, during the lessons. Uh, the video was from the Bar Brothers. You, you may all know them. Bar Brothers were really popular um, and still are. Um, yeah, it was a video of them just doing some pull-ups, some air walking, and all this stuff. And I was like, <laughs> it was awesome. I remember. And I said, wow, that's incredible. I also want to do that. And, you know, it was a time that I did not have much friends, just a few. And, you know, I needed something to, like, um, give me more strength to believe in myself and more like, um, you know, to do something else. And I just went to the park. We had a couple of rusty bars in our town and I went there with my friend. I just tried to do some pull-ups. I remember I did 12 pull-ups, my first time. Um, um, so yeah. And yeah, during that time I had been a swimmer for six or seven years, more or less seven years. So yeah I had like strong back strong pulling force of the swimming so yeah that's why and once I started uh, watching videos from the bar brothers you know I just started training also I watched videos from Frank Medrano, who also was amazing so yeah with those two references I started uh, working out and at the time I didn't know I did not know anyone else who was doing calisthenics around my town yet um I will meet them uh before um afterwards. So yeah, that was the beginning of my story. Wow. <laughs>
1: and what what year was it? Do you still remember?
0: Um uh, if it were six, seven years ago, mm, two thousand and fourteen maybe.
1: Okay. Wow. Nice, yes. and uh, like 12
0: pull ups in your first workout. That's, <laughs> that's I can't remember the four. I I don't know yeah. if I would be it. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, yeah, 12. I remember the number,
1: crazy. And uh, yeah, today you're doing like crazy street lifting, weighted calisthenics, but also yeah, like your front lever is super, super strong. Um, yeah, I yeah. think I know a few people who have such a strong front lever and like. The one arm front lever pull up that you showed once, like this is something so fascinating for me. And uh, you have a, an intense, intense pull power. Like, what was the j- journey? How how did
0: it continue to to grow? All right, just let's continue the story. That um, from there, I just went training. Like, I was doing swimming and also went to the bars uh, before swimming. And you know, I was going to the bars like I would say, like every day, no days off, every day. <laughs> Um, I had zero uh, knowledge of training, obviously, and zero knowledge of anything. I just went there, did some pull-ups, um, just tested some pull-over, tested some muscle-up, but, you know, just, like, trying, just trying. Um, so, yeah, and I remember, like, two weeks after that, or three weeks, um, I accomplished my first muscle-up. I just went up the bar, obviously super chicken, super everything, <laughs> but, you know, I managed to, like, go up to the bar. I uh, have the video. Um, have the video from that, and and yeah, and and then so some months uh, after that, I met some people from a town uh, next to my town who also did calisthenics, um, more like freestyle. So yeah, they we shared some knowledge. They started teaching me how to the handstand. Um, the banana handstand, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was like quite a, a good step forward, and more people started joining me from my town. So the group started growing. We were like six people going to the bars every day, just the motivation, the music, and all this stuff. And then on February two thousand fifteen, I remember the date. Um, uh, we had been fighting a lot uh, with the with um, with our town to build new bars, a new park and they accepted it. So we built a new, a new park of bars. Um, and yeah, and we could like do um, uh, more skills and, and better workouts there. And then I went to the first competition. The first day we went just to see uh, the first year, yeah. We just uh, went there to, yeah, to see how, how was it. And we went with the people also from the other town. And, well, they did freestyle and tension. You, you needed to hold, like, front lever, plunge, and... No, front lever, back lever, and even flag, not even plunge. So, yeah. And the next year, um, I joined that competition. And, yeah, I where I trained, I was just doing um, muscle-ups, pull-ups, and front lever. It was the only thing I, I did. <laughs> That's why I, I have that good front lever now, probably. So, so, yeah. And then in the winters, I went to the... To the gym from the town um, because it was cold i mean not really cold or <laughs> it was cold and in the yeah in the summers we used to go to the bars and yeah and two years later i started uh, after i started sorry i just left swimming because it was not good at all <laughs> and it was boring going up and down to a pool for me and uh, i just uh, dedicated to calisthenics and yeah but I was just training for statics and for pure um, basics. And, yep, that was <laughs> a part. Nice.
1: So, like, in the summer, you only did pull workouts. So, like, uh, pull-ups, muscle-ups, and front lever. And in the winter, you p- trained push in the gym.
0: Uh, no, no, no. I was always training, training pull. Always training pull. Okay. The oh. push, you know, I tried. Uh, in my entire life, life, I haven't done many push-ups, I don't like doing push ups. I'm very bad at doing push ups, actually. I mean, I've, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and about the plunge, I've tried lots of tucks, and, but I'm and with the band and all this stuff. But I've always had lots of uh, struggling to, to do the plunge. I'm not good at pushing exercises, I guess. Um, but also, I haven't practiced much the, the push ups. But when I learned the handstand, which was something I, it took me like six, six months more or less to learn the handstand from zero from to more or less holding three, three seconds. Uh, I'm very bad at skills, as you can see. Um, so yeah, um, I was just practicing the handstand against the wall and then someone would help me just um, uh, grabbing my feet so I could find the balance. And, and yeah, I, once I had a good balance, I rapidly learned how to do the handstand push-ups um basically you know if you have a good balance and more or less strength you you should be able to do a a handsome push-up so yeah and after all that training in my town i moved to barcelona where i started university so that's why i moved there and i started going to the park there in barcelona and again training the same as always my front lever was three 30 plus seconds easily i had one arm front lever i could hold plunge just a style planche. I've, I've never been able to hold a full planche for more than three seconds. So I wouldn't give that as a complete skill, sadly. And really good handstand. I've also enjoyed doing the handstand. And I think it's a super important element to learn the handstand, it's super basic. Um, so yeah, and lots of muscle ups, but not weighted at all. And at, at those times, I used to compete in the competitions uh, in the tension uh, category. So you had to hold full lever, human flag, and plunge. They introduced the straddle plunge. Um, and also I started competing in the weighted uh, categories where you had to do the pull-ups with 32 kilograms and the dips with uh, 48 kilograms. So yeah, that's uh, part
1: of my journey. <laughs> so like you're doing weighted since how many years?
0: Like only training weighted or like specifically weighted for two years now maybe a little more
1: (laughs) but before
0: that it was just pure calisthenics no weights at all just in the park so i can say i have a really good base of doing lots of basics in the park which is something really important
1: so you're you were really strong in in endurance as well so like doing a lot of reps or
0: i've never liked doing lots of repetitions and i've never been good at endurance um Even when I was a swimmer, I never did more than 200 meters, which are eight, um, eight go and eight pulls actually, eight lengths. So, yeah, I'm not good at endurance at all. So, I've been also, I've been always more explosive person rather than endurance person. Okay,
1: get it. And what were your goals when you started with calisthenics? What was it to look good? Was it to do a muscle up? Was it what was it?
0: The first um, goals uh, when I started were to learn the skills and to learn new things. And also I started loving the fact that people get inspired by me from doing calisthenics. So I went to the park and people would pass by and like ask me, what are you doing? What are you training? I want to join you. And so they could join me and we could train together. So all that inspiration and motivation for, for other people, I, I really love that. So I would say like it was a mix of um, of learning the skills, but also like getting more people involved to practice calisthenics. And, you know, it was like motivation for me. But, and about uh, the aesthetics, I can't really tell you if, it, it was not certainly a main reason. Uh, I was already pretty good looking when I was <laughs> younger, but yeah, I mean, Obviously, who doesn't like looking at the mirror and saying, whoa, I'm really strong. I mean, that's something common. But it was not one of the main, main reasons. Okay. Get it. And, uh, like, when you look back now on
1: your career until now, uh, what was the, the moment, like, uh, the moment that you always remember, like, uh, the best moment in your career?
0: The best moment in my career? Wow right now I think it, this, the competition I went in Vienna who was organized by Nick Um uh, it has it been the best competition I've ever been um, it was amazing the the people everything was absolutely spectacular even I didn't I did not win there it was an amazing competition I really enjoyed the, the stay there and you know I, I, I love that. would be the most memorable the memorable day of my of my career
1: yeah yeah because we also (laughs) met in person right that's the main reason i also met you which
0: was a part of the
1: (laughs) 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 exactly (laughs) nice nice um and like when some when i ask you now um what do you think is the main reason why you have these performances and uh success in in the sport is it uh, that you train differently than other people—is it your genetics? Is it uh, like your your smart training uh, plans, etc.? What what is that your secret?
0: Uh, first of all, I'm going to say um, genetics is a, is a good part. It's uh, something important for me because I've always been very good at like uh, at explosive um, movements, not at endurance, as I said before. So that's something to take into account in calisthenics. Um, There's people who's more like endurance type, like the the guys who run marathons (laughs) and people who's more like power type and I'm one of the power ones. Um, But also um, I would say my mind, my my way of thinking. Um, At the beginning, obviously not my plans because I just went there and did what I thought I would, you know, I was just random doing things. Every day. Yeah, every day. (laughs) Um, But my mind um, of going there every day I'm going uh, training as hard as I could, um, you know, that might be really good at improving. And also uh, my mentality of always trying to be better and always trying to, you know, to to do my best and be better than I was one month uh, ago. This makes me improve a lot. Uh, Sometimes it's like it's not good to think like that because if you don't reach your expectations, you're like depressed and and it's yeah, it's kind of sucks. But um, I I try to take the positive side of this and always try to improve and be better.
1: Okay. So it's a mixture between mindset and physical. Uh, yep. Benefits. I would
0: probably say. Okay. Yep.
1: Get it. Um, take us in your day. How does a day look like in the in in your, in the life of Pit?
0: Um, I'm going to explain, I think I'm going to explain one day before the lockdown, where we were, everything was normal. So I would like woke up pretty early to go to university around six and a half or seven. Uh, I would go to university the whole morning if I'm lucky, because maybe some days I have morning and afternoon. So let's just leave it at morning. And then I would arrive home at about 3 p.m. or less. I would uh, have lunch and then in the afternoon I usually like do the homework if I have, I don't usually have homework. Uh, I would just like go shopping, um, I don't know, chill in my sofa (laughs) until (laughs) 6 p.m., 7 p.m. where I went to the, to work out. And then, yeah, I would work out for two hours and a half, maybe three, depending on the day. I, I rest a lot between sets so don't, (laughs) uh yeah um and then afterwards i would just like have dinner chill a bit more and go to bed yep and how
1: many hours do you sleep
0: uh uh, i usually sleep like seven hours plus depending on the obviously in the period of my life when i went to the university i used to sleep yeah there were weeks where i could like sleep five hours every day only but um, if I have the time, obviously, I try to sleep um, seven, eight hours at least.
1: Do yes. you feel? How do you feel it in your workout when you only sleep five hours? Do you still make progress or is it stagnating or is it even getting worse?
0: If it's just one day, I don't feel anything. If you're motivated that day, it's going to be a perfect day or even better than the others. But if it's, it's been like a week, sleeping five hours, you really you, you feel that. You, you feel that you don't have the power you you should have. Yep. Okay.
1: And do you have some habits uh, throughout the day that uh, like you always
0: do? Um, <laughs> uh, I always make my bed. <laughs> <laughs> no um, habits. Um, I don't know. I always like training habits. I always use. I always um. Warm up very, very well, and I take the warm up very seriously, like 13 minutes at least, 30 minutes, sorry, wow. at least. Um, so yeah, that's something I do every every day. And if I don't work out, I usually do some stretching and mobility at home, you know, with a foam roller and all this. Because in, in periods of very high and intense training, if I don't do those like days off of you know uh, of stretching and mobility pff, i'm out i mean i i cannot end the, the the program
1: okay and is it more upper body uh stretching i guess so right
0: hmm. actually i'm working a lot in lower body mobility um i like working on lower body mobility but yeah I also on the upper body it's more like massaging and the lower body it's more like mobility but I also work a lot my shoulder mobility for the handstands and all this, which is really important. So yeah, more or less even.
1: Okay. Nice. Um, what is some something that uh, you think if every like calisthenics athlete would do it, they it, it would improve a lot their results? Like, is there some some habits, like some uh, some food, some habits, something that would impact the the life? of the calisthenics
0: athlete and the results. Mm, I would say to be careful with the technique and try to seek a good technique on all the exercises. Um, yeah, because then this makes you improve in the long term and I think that's something really valuable, valuable to for the athletes to take into account in their trainings. That would be the, the, the most valuable thing. Yep.
1: Okay. And what does your training schedule look like in the week?
0: <laughs> in the past, every day. <laughs> no, now, um, for two years, it has been like five days a week. and yeah, I used to I used to train Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Friday and, and Saturday. So I would rest on Thursday and, and Sunday. And yeah, and the splits, uh, it depends on the periods right now. Right now, right now, right now with the corona I'm doing pull, legs, push, split. Um but yeah, I used to do the 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 push and the legs in the same day. But yeah, I usually combine like this. And one of the fi- of the five days, I usually take more like a technique day or an easier day in order to do some mobility and some more technique and you know. Uh, not that hard as the other days
1: okay, so you really focus on pull when you put uh, push and uh, leg or put like in the past put uh, push and uh, legs together in one day
0: yeah, because I realized that if i had if I did um squats and pull ups in the same day, it was too hard, and I wouldn't do good in 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 one of those you know so yeah. but if I did it with the dips, it was not uh, the difference was not that big.
1: Okay. Do you think that everybody is capable of uh, like doing a 100 kg pull up if they train right?
0: No, (laughs) I don't think that everyone is capable of doing this. Um, That's the same as saying that everyone is capable of doing, you know, that weightlifting, Chinese weightlifting, guys. I mean, not everybody is capable of doing this, uh, of course, because not everyone has the same genetics and the same um, sizes or on the, of the bones and everything so I mean m- many people is going to be able to do it but not all the people of the world should be able to do it of course but but yeah that would be my answer
1: <laughs> yeah nice um, what does your nutrition look like
0: <laughs> uh, many people uh, ask me that um, uh on Instagram, on YouTube, I have lots of comments saying, oh, record yourself in a normal day, your eating habits. And I haven't done that yet. Um, uh, <laughs> depending on the period right now, I I just, I don't count anything or I just eat all foods, good food. Obviously I, I don't usually take junk food um, but when you know I'm more focused on on competitions or I'm more in trainings, um, I usually like um, measure the macros, the carbohydrates, the fats, and the proteins. So and I try to keep track of what I'm eating every day in order to more or less fit the macros. Um, you know to gain weight or to lose weight uh, depending on the on the period I'm in. So, so, yeah, and more specifically, if I have a competition where there are some weight classes i try to i try to you know to to have a good weight um yep, yeah. what is your
1: height and weight right now?
0: My height it's one meter eighty centimeters, and my weight's eighty five kilos more or less. So, yeah, I, I reached my maximum ever was 88 kilograms. Nice. Um, I'm going to explain to you later why I weighed that much. Um, and, yeah, but I'm moving around 85. Last year I weighed 80 kilos, so I've improved a lot. I've, this winter was really hard, hard training, um, and I grew. Uh, I grew, sorry, I grew. And, yeah, that's it, 85.
1: Nice. Okay. Um, what are your goals for this year? Like, um, I know it's a special situation right now, but you still yeah. need to, to work hard for your PRs. So, uh, like, what are your goals?
0: Hopefully, in December, there's a competition in here in Spain, in Sevilla. They are not Classic Europe. So, if there's a competition, I will surely go, of course. Um, and I'm planning on december to do some pr so if there's competition will be in the competition if there's no competition would we'll be in my garden right. um, but my goals um i would like to, to at least the pull-up i'd like to repeat the 110 kilos or even more i'm not really like focused on doing 120 120 like like I'm a MATLAB. i'm just trying to i'm working like lower weight a lot trying to improve my technique And yeah, repeating 110 kilograms pull-up would be a a good achievement for me this year. Uh, I would like to also taking into account that I weighed like seven kilos more than when I did uh, that that record. So yeah, seven kilos, (laughs) you feel that when you're doing pull-ups. And that talking about pull-ups, about the muscle-ups, I'm feeling really strong in the muscle-ups recently, Um, probably because I've lowered my body weight a little bit. Um, That's why. But, yeah, I'm lifting 45 kilos in in trainings, which I had never done before. And, yeah, having the 50 kilograms muscle-up but clean, the competition form would be, would be awesome, would be really awesome. And about the dips, right now I'm not doing much dips because at home I don't have dip station. Mm. I have, like, something to the dips. But, you know, I cannot put more than 90 kilos or 100 kilos there, so it's pretty far from my maximum. So I'm just doing maintenance. So I don't know what's going to happen with dips. Uh, If I can train them in the future before the competition, maybe I can, I don't know, repeat 140 or maybe try 150 kilograms would be good, but uh, I don't know. I don't have expectations for the dips. And for the squats, I've been improving a lot this winter, uh, working really, really hard the squats. Uh, It was my super weak point. And, I don't know. Uh, I don't have more than 150 kilos at home, so I cannot Mm. test my maximum (laughs) neither. So I can just more or less say, I don't know, doing 185 on 190 kilos this year would be would be a really good result, uh, considering the previous year result of 120 kilos in the competition.
1: (laughs) Wow. So, yeah, little by little that's insane like honestly like uh the 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 dips that's already crazy for me because you don't have like 100 percent focus on it and like 140 is like a crazy crazy number and also squats like 190 185 it's it's insane like uh seeing the fact that you don't train it like a lot a lot like uh, a lot is the wrong word but that you have like much more focus on pull
0: yeah 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 I uh, actually in the winter I took really really serious the, the squats training but really serious after uh, after the Arnold classic of last year which was in September I started with the squats um really really hard i I just realized the importance of doing squats and yeah since then it's been a really fast and good in improving I've never had any kind of injury not even any pain or anything in my legs uh, maybe the mobility helps, <laughs> the mobility training might help. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm constantly improving. So yeah, we'll see how it goes this year. Nice.
1: Nice. Do you want to, to tell us uh, why you, you weighed uh, like 88 kilos?
0: Yeah. yeah, <laughs> 88 kilograms. Uh, I was, it was in the winter. I was training really, really hard and my weight was increasing because I was eating like a lot, like, 3500 kilocalories each day so which for me it's it's more than i should take um also i was really careful with the protein intake uh, daily intake uh, rounding the 200 240 uh, grams of protein every day and also uh uh it has to it has to see with the supplementation because i tested for three weeks uh i tested creatine for three weeks Um, because a brand just sent it to me, and I said, okay, let's just test how this goes. And I started taking it for, for, yeah, three weeks exactly, and my, as as you know, the creatine makes you retain more liquids, so I just gained two kilograms in one week, and my muscle-up went down, (laughs) (laughs) my pull-up went down, and it was like, oh, and, you know, I wasn't feeling much change of taking protein after the three weeks, so I decided to stop taking it, because it it made me uh be uh more be heavier, so I would uh you know I would perform a poorer in the muscle up and pull up, so I stopped taking it and now I'm much better, so yeah that's why I increased the weight, and why I decided to reduce it, I could have followed maybe but you know as I was was not uh perceiving any improvements, I just stopped, and wow. yeah nothing changed. That's why the reason
1: I gained weight. But that's interesting, like uh, because like I know I know a lot of one rep max athletes who do take creatine um, because it it boosts the, the power. Like for example, Frederick, he also takes creatine. Uh, mm-hmm. but, so it's interesting. Yeah, it's get... a very
0: good supplement. I mean, it's awesome. But I don't know. I just did not feel anything, and even when I stopped taking it, I did not feel anything. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. No idea.
1: If you don't need it that's good like uh, every supplement that that uh, that you don't feel any effect you can spare some money you can uh, like y- if your body uh, if you if it functions well without it's good like uh, it's yeah, not a bad yeah, it's thing.
0: not i just don't feel it necessary probably i should take it probably a nutritionist or uh, or an expert is listening to that is saying oh my god what is he saying but <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I don't really like supplementation, and if I can avoid it, I just avoid it. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine.
1: Um, yes. So um, something that I wanted to ask you that I think uh, people are interested in: uh, what What are you studying? Why are you such a smart guy? Like, uh, <laughs> tell us about uh, what you do and what your goals <laughs> I'm are. I'm not
0: such a smart guy. <laughs> so yeah, I did the scientific. Um, I don't know how to say that. Here it's like the high school, it was in the scientific branch, and then I decided to study the yeah, aerospace engineering, uh, all about you know airplanes and rockets and satellites and all this stuff. Basically, because I liked the subjects and I liked the, yeah, the 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 opportunity, the job opportunity afterwards, which now it's not very good, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> I just liked it, and I started uh, that degree, and I felt really really good and i've really really enjoyed that degree i would not change it for for anyone for for any other degree sorry so yeah i I studied that and i've always felt very passionate about coding and programming and maybe as you may know i have the, the i coded my own website to post some of calisthenics information and all this stuff so yeah i started learning to code to do my own stuff and my own projects so yeah, that's what I have studied.
1: But the uh, coding and programming, you teach it yourself with the internet, or how
0: did um, you learn? It? Yes, in most of the parts I learned a bit uh, at university. Uh, there they taught me the basics, and afterwards at home I, with YouTube, you can learn whatever you want. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Yep. And uh, like your your uh, website, let's let's talk about it. Um what, what do people find on your website? Like, um, because I think it has a lot of uh, valuable in- information. Um, so maybe you want to share it to the people who don't know it.
0: Yeah. The, the purpose of my website was the first purpose was to just, uh, share information about calisthenics because I receive lots of questions on my, on my Instagram account and I always try to answer them all. So, yep. Um, I'm too good that I shouldn't be, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, it took a lot of time to answer the questions, so I decided to build a website with that information from the questions. So when someone asks me something, I just link um, link them to the website so they can just read all the information there with pictures, videos, everything. And yeah, I started this project um, with uh, some friends who also posted some some posts and everything. Um, but yeah. Um, I'm not posting many things now. I have lots of, lots of work and uh, everything was posted in English, but also in Spanish because they have lots of Spanish public. So they and many of them don't don't speak English. So, so I had to do both and it was like really time consuming. Um, and yeah, I, am I'm, I'm posting something uh, very rarely now and yeah, just like a dictionary for the exercises, some posts and, and this.
1: Nice. So we will link it also in the description um, for the people who are interested in, uh, in reading that knowledge. And uh, yeah, maybe if there are hundreds and thousands of visitors, you will uh, get back to, to posting. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Because I think it's really important to, to have people like you to do, to do the work, to put knowledge out there information about the sports, because otherwise it doesn't grow. You know, like there are so many questions about the sport, like uh, every day, we also received uh, questions, like basic questions, really, like how do I learn a pull-up, a muscle, up, whatever, and like um, people are asking these questions, and so it's really important that there are info, there there's enough information. So I really like that you took the effort.
0: Yeah, but here we need. There's a topic um, uh, um, to talk about, which is that the difference between. For example, in my website, I usually post things based on my experience mm-hmm. and my reading, which obviously I'm not uh, here at this. Here in Spain, there's a degree called a sports science. Um, I don't know if it exists in Germany or not. Yeah. Does it exist? Yeah, right. So here you have sports science. And obviously, I cannot say things um, which involve the sports science part, uh, without any, you know, any any degree in that, so I just post things based on my experience. And here in Spain, there's like a, a fight uh, from from those who study uh, sports science with those like influencers, uh, not not the calisthenics ones, obviously, but the many uh, influencers who are just like posting things like do the, those exercises for your abs to burn the fat in five minutes. So there's a fight between those and the others. And I'm really aware of that fight. So I just try to post things, always saying, which is based on my experience, based on my reading. Uh, you know, I don't have any any certificate saying that I'm a professional trainer or anything. So yeah, that's something. Um, and people who's learning and trying to, to learn new things uh, need to evaluate if they prefer someone who has the, the knowledge from the university or someone who has experience from training um, to a that's true. It's
1: so, yeah. important to say, but still yeah. I think it's really important to also have like both sides <laughs> yeah. and uh, to make it accessible for people. Nice. Yeah. We're coming to an end of the episode. I still have some quick questions, quick answers. Um, hopefully. Um, what
0: do you prefer pizza or burger? I don't know, that depends on the day, but I would take both. <laughs> uh, I love pizza. I would take pizza. I would take pizza. Yeah. Okay. Nice.
1: <laughs> Do you prefer dogs or cats?
0: I have a cat. So, but I think I prefer dogs because my cat, <laughs> you know, she's really arrogant. and She never talks to me and she always, you know, is doing her thing. So, yeah, I think I would prefer a dog in the future. Okay. Oh. Poor cat. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, Uh, what was your best location ever for a holiday?
0: Iceland. Iceland. Yeah, I went to Iceland three years ago, I think, and I really enjoyed there. Yep, I will go back, definitely. Why? I I don't know, the, the people, the weather, the places, it was really, really nice. Yep.
1: Like the weather, like when you say Iceland, I don't know if I'm
0: wrong, but yeah, it was sounds... it was super cold. But I like <laughs> that, you know, being at home in the afternoon and like minus twenty degrees Celsius outside. It's like I don't know, I felt really comfortable. <laughs>
1: okay, <Nice. laughs> maybe so I maybe... go back and
0: I say, "Whoa, I'm never going there again. I want to stay home." But obviously, when you leave home, you miss home. And I'm really good in Spain. You have really good weather, really good food, and but yeah, I the vacations are I enjoyed a lot.
1: Nice. So there's a Spanish guy sitting with uh, forty degrees outside and wishing that he's and he would be in Iceland now.
0: Right now, yeah.
1: <laughs> nice. Um, what would change for you if social media just
0: disappeared? Not much. <laughs> I, as you can see, my Instagram is not very active. I post some stories when I train, but just because I'm recording myself for the technique. <laughs> And I just say, oh, that was a good one. I just post it, or oh, that was a really bad one. I just post it and explain why it was a bad one. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't post much on YouTube. It was like it has been like two months without any videos. On In Instagram, I post once every two months. Also, yeah, it would not change much actually. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm really, yeah, I'm not. I'm really a solitary person.
1: Okay. Nice. Um... Do you have a favorite calisthenics athlete, or or let's say top three calisthenics athletes?
0: Mm. I don't know. I mean, people ask me that, like, who do you admire or who is your inspiration, and I don't know. I don't know who's my inspiration. I'm not like following anyone. Like, wow, what is he doing? I follow people who who train. I really like how they train. And even maybe they are like 50 kilos under my maximum repetition, but I admire them for what they're doing and how they are training. So that would be the like people I, I like watching. Uh, and also there's people who maybe can do more than me, but with really bad technique. And I watch the video and I'm like, okay, I, I don't care. Like I admire people who's doing less, but with you a know, uh, better training and proper planification. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I admire a lot Frederick Mousin. Uh, uh-huh. Hope he hears that. Yeah, I admire him a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. When when I met him, he was a really good guy. I, yep. Also, his 45 kilograms muscle up. It it was amazing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's one of them that I admire a lot. I like Frederick a lot. Yep.
1: Nice. And I'll tell him. And other people
0: days. from Spain who's also good, uh, who training, and I follow them, and I talk to them. I answer their stories. So. Yeah, it's people I also admire a lot. Nice.
1: Great. I'm going to tell uh, Frederick this on Monday. He will be yeah, happy. Yeah,
0: tell him he'll be happy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Uh, do you have a favorite book?
0: I don't read much. When I read it's, it's because there's information that I can learn. So I don't read a book like an action book or a storybook where I just read and it's like, oh, it's fun. <laughs> I read to get knowledge. (laughs) Sorry for the readers. Uh, I just don't (laughs) like it. Uh, I read a lot on the internet, like, you know, uh, scientific reports and everything. But one book I read recently, and about training, which was the, the, uh, I don't know, in English, I'm going to translate the strength, uh, the strength training pyramid. Do you know which book is it? It's like, it talk about the basis of strength training and hypertrophy. So it goes from a basic level to a more, a more specific label. And it talks about like the basis of everything. And it's like a 300 pages book. Um, and you know, it was really interesting. I learned some things I did not know about the strength training and things that I'm going to apply in my trainings in the future. So yeah, that was a really good book actually.
1: Nice. We will also link it in the description. I'm going to ask you afterwards for the link uh, so people can can look it up. Um, Yeah, you already answered the question, but the best calisthenics event you've ever been at so far.
0: uh, Yeah, I've been... The World of Bar
1: Heroes Heroes event in Vienna. Yep. Nice. That's good to hear. And uh, yeah, like last question um, from the quick questions, quick answers question. If you have to choose between calisthenics, so only body weight or weighted, what would you choose?
0: Uh, Now weighted. If you had asked me that two years ago, I would say calisthenics, but now it's weighted calisthenics. I can do for level with weights, which actually fits in (laughs) that, so. (laughs) Okay,
1: that doesn't count.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but weighted calisthenics,
1: yeah. Okay, nice. Great. So, uh, yeah, thanks already for your time. Um, But, uh, yeah, when people want to get in touch with you, where can they reach you best? Where uh, can they ask you your questions, know about you, like uh, read about you?
0: Um, Yeah, as I said before in Instagram, I I, I would say not always, 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 because there are a lot of dumb questions, but I usually answer the question if it's interesting and it's a good question. So yeah, on Instagram or maybe in my web page in the in the contact form of my webpage. So yeah, there you can find me.
1: Awesome. We will link everything, everything, everything in the in the description. So uh, yeah, like yep. uh, if you want to reach uh, Pere. Um, yes. So we are coming to an end. Um, before you can end the episodes, um, I want to say thank you, thank you for your time, uh, for uh, like taking this interview. Uh, I know that you're a busy man, and I know it's hot, so you could be outdoor smashing... we in holidays,
0: Phil. No worries, <laughs> it was a pleasure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah, and also thanks a lot for everyone listening to this, because uh, it's, it's a long interview again, and uh, I'm really happy for everyone listening to this till the end, and uh, yeah. If you want to keep this episode this, uh, this uh, show continuing, let's leave your, your, your next interview guest in the comments and uh, don't forget to like and subscribe, do whatever you want, and give us feedback. And uh, now Pi, you can finish the episode. Thanks again for your time and see you soon soon.
0: Thanks, Phil. It was a pleasure for me to, to be here with you. Uh, you know I met you like four years ago maybe, and you know since then we've been like talking. And keeping in touch, it's always a pleasure. And yep, I uh, hope to hope to have more interviews with you in the future. It has been really, really good and I have enjoyed it a lot. And yeah, thank you. And for those viewers, give a like to to Phil's channel, <laughs> Suor Nations. And yeah, thanks for watching.